we uh, when we left everybody, we were talking last week. Um, obviously, I was I was being facetious there. Uh, you know, it's pretty clear that uh, Nathan uh, was feeling not much different about the Seahawks. A little bit, a little bit more pessimistic, but roughly the same. Uh, Jeff and I uh, were feeling more pessimistic. I would say. Jeff was feeling more pessimistic. I was feeling a lot more pessimistic, and Evan was feeling the most pessimistic <laughs> among the group. Is kind of where I would I would place place the uh, level of pessimism. Um, so now we've gone through the Seahawks have won a game, and I'm curious what what's changed for you now, if anything. Um, and I'm gonna start with you, Evan, because I have a feeling I know what Nathan's gonna say. Believe it or not, I'm actually not 100% bought into this team yet. Um, obviously, they had a good showing on Sunday, and they beat the Cowboys, which is awesome. And I was really impressed with the defense. I think Bradley McDougal played a phenomenal game. I think Earl Thomas played a phenomenal game. I was impressed with Shaq Griffin. Um, there were some real bright spots on the defense, and and the offense played pretty well for the majority of the game. So um, I, think, I think there's some real bright spots from the game. I will say this, though. You got to remember the quality of the opponent. Like the Cowboys do not look good this year, and their their offense was really in shambles. And that's not to take anything away from the from the de- defensive performance on Sunday, but um, I, I just want to see them continue it beyond one week. I think the overall overarching, you know, positive takeaway, and Nathan is going to hate to hear this, but they finally had like an offensive identity. Like it finally felt like they actually stuck to what they said they were going to do. You know, they gave Chris Carson the rock 32 times or something like that. So I was happy to see, you know, him dominate the share of carries between the running backs. And, and it just felt like they had an identity for the first time in a while. So um, they may not have been like super efficient and explosive running the ball, but you know, at least they committed to something in app and they actually executed on it. So I think DJ Fluker actually played a really underrated role in that too. So I think there's some positive takeaways. Nathan, what did you, what did you, uh, where do you feel differently than you did a week ago? I don't a whole lot. Um, uh, I've been saying this all along. Those first two weeks were terrible matchups. Um, you get Dallas at home. Dallas looks worse than I think um, we probably thought they were going to look. Um, and they won, and they should have. Um, it was a it was a pretty dominant game, so that was nice to see. I mean, um, I think. It was early in the game when I kind of turned to my friend and I was like, they're going to win this game. Like, I, I don't think a team had scored yet. And it just it just was really clear, like, Dallas just doesn't have a lot going for them. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel a whole lot different. Um, I thought that this would be exactly where they are, and here they are. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned about the, the, the way that they won or at least the, the feeling of that game. I don't know about you guys, but um, my friend and I that were watching really actually kind of were commenting about the fact that I couldn't really remember a game that felt like that, that the Seahawks had played in a while, where really seemed like they had firm control. There used to be this kind of like, I don't know, like Seahawks stranglehold that they'd put teams in where they would kind of just run and run. It was close early, and then it would get to the fourth quarter, and they'd kind of like, you know, push them off, right? They couldn't score on them. Uh, special teams was kind of dominant. And, you know, they just would end up winning. And this wasn't exactly that. 
but the Seahawks felt like they were in firm control of this game almost the whole time. Um, and that felt different to me. Did, did, did you guys feel that as well? Yeah. And I got that vibe from the defensive performance. I, I, I mean, the offense for the most part of the game seemed to be fairly competent, but it just felt like they were, I'm, I, I don't know how to say this. I'm so impressed with the defense. I really am. And I know, you know, Pete Carroll is a defensive guru, but God, Bradley, Bradley McDougal is playing out of his mind. Frank Clark had a great game. I think, uh, Nathan, you were doing some breakdowns on Twitter on that today. It, the defense just felt nasty with Bobby back too. Bobby had a great game and and, and a quick reminder, this is with KJ right out. So when he comes back, this team, this defense could be even better. Michael Kendricks has been a godsend. Like seriously, they got lucky. He's he's legitimately fun to just watch. He, you know, kind of flies around, and um, I think he probably looks a lot like what we were hoping Shaquem would look like right away. Um, but you know, he's a guy with a track record of success, and they picked him up for free. And that that story is still wild. But you know, the fact is, he's playing every Sunday for them for the foreseeable future, and he's a good player. And so, uh, losing KJ, I think, could have been a whole lot worse, as we saw in that first game against Denver. Um, if they hadn't had Kendrick's, you know, what's this weird situation just fall into their laps? Yeah, we should get back to KJ a little later. I have some questions about what you guys think is going to happen, what you guys think is going to happen there. Mm. But, you know, it was really interesting, like, just seeing that them going back to the run the way they did. Um, I'm going to say what might sound like conflicting things. One, I believe part of the reason that they won this game is because they chose to run as much as they did and that they committed to it. I also believe that the real, the reason, like the dominant, re the predominant reason that they actually scored points was because of the passing game. Like if you look at the plays that really tran translated into points and the drives that translated into points, it was like really well executed passes at the right times on in tough situations. And, um, you know, I know that there's, there's uh, all sorts of uh, math out there about how these things work together or not, but just instinctually watching that stuff, something about the way that they put those things together seems to fit for a Pete Carroll team. And, um, you know what what the translation is may not come out in the in the numbers but uh it definitely felt uh, felt more like Seahawks football and and that I, I can see them playing that brand of football and being in almost every game and when i compare i didn't give my answer about how i feel differently or the same honestly if they had if they hadn't changed their game plan and they had called the game the way that they had called it in the first 2 weeks I would feel the exact same way I did about them before this game. It is not the result, you know, uh, that has me feeling any differently. It is the process for how they got there. And I think it's a more repeatable process. I still don't think the Seahawks offense is good. I don't think the running game is good. Um, I, but, and I have still questions about the, the offenses that they've played so far. I think the defense has definitely stepped up. But, you know, I think that the the seven to nine wins thing still still seems like that could happen if they play this brand of football. So, um, you know, they go in they go into Arizona next week. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But 